Welcome to the People at Your Service podcast, known as PAYS, or P-A-Y-S, where we're honored to introduce uh, you, the audience, to an awesome person of service. Very excited for this episode. We have possibly the youngest uh, person of service that we've had on the couch thus far, so really looking forward to that. I'm your host, Steve King. Founded our company, People at Your Service, in 2016. I'm 53, so I'm not the youngest, and have been blessed over those years to meet incredible people of service in my life and I'm excited to share them uh, with our audience. Uh, each episode we're joined live and in person here at the global headquarters of People at Your Service in Norwood, Ohio, just outside of Cincinnati from our podcast studio known as Grandma's Comfy Couch uh, podcast room and uh, in honor of my saint of a mother-in-law, Peg Ainge and um, uh, Joe, in my life, uh, grandmas have been just incredible people of service. Uh, Peg, as a grandma to my kids, my mom, as a grandma to my kids and certainly my grandmas, uh, my grandmothers, they just were wonderful. And so we like to be here on grandma's comfy couch to just kind of lean into that uh, spirit of service. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Yeah. And we've got some extra mojo going that we've talked about. We'll talk a little bit more about what it is that you do. But uh, later this week, you are going to kind of sell your wares at uh, Grandma's Marathon in Duluth, Minnesota. Is that right? That is right. Yep. Grandma's Marathon starting here on Grandma's Couch. So if we can just uh, uh, summon uh, some spirit and, and peg uh, my, my, my mother-in-law, if, if you could just kind of watch over uh, Joe and his team as they go to Grandma. I mean, that just seems so appropriate and so fitting. And you and I couldn't have planned that, right? I mean, these things just happen, right? So... Uh, so that's great to have you here. Thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, as we were talking about off air, we uh, break the podcast up into six segments. So we'll do an intro. I'll turn the mic back over to you. We do a person of service, talk about a person of service or people of service that have been meaningful in your life. We'll do getting to know you, some speed dating questions. We'll do you in 2022, roll the dice, and then we'll do our podcast goodbyes here. So, you game? That works. You look, you, I'm you ready. Look game. You look ready. You look I'm ready. ready to go. So, oh, yeah. so, so on the couch again, Joe Knopf. Joe, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. I mean, at the core, I'm really just a kid from a small town uh, in East Canton, Ohio, where there's, uh, I say probably, but it's, it's more likely to be definitely more cows and chickens than people. It's so tiny, <laughs> but it's yes. where I come from, and uh, I, I'm super proud to be from there, and I've been able to grow as a person. Uh, just graduated college a couple weeks ago, and when I was in college, I started a, a, a company called Ripple. Um, yeah. The idea is for every 2,000 water bottles we sell now, yeah. uh, we build a well over in Uganda. And so it's been really rewarding, to say the least, and we've been able to impact a lot of, a lot of people on the other side of the world so far. Yeah, that's incredible. And so you just did a lunch and learn with some of the team members from People at Your Service. So we just met earlier today. <laughs> And so we're brand new friends and really looking forward to 
watching your journey and watching your growth. I mean, what you have visioned and have begun executing, I think, is incredible. So, so would you tell the audience a little bit of just how that kind of inspiration happened in your life and just share a little bit of the story of the origin of, of Ripple here? So Yeah, um, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. I mean, growing up, I was selling lemonade, shoveling driveways, anything to make a buck. And I, I, I had my own struggles growing up, which kind of led to, to more specifically the water crisis and helping to solve that problem. Mm. When I was 15 years old, I lost my dad and everything kind of changed. Mm. Um, at 18, I graduated high school and I moved out of mm. a less than stellar household. And I, I was homeless for a while, um, living out of my car sometimes, couches here and there. Tr- I didn't have much money. And so trying to figure out where I was going to get my water at, mm. like going into restaurants, but like usually you're supposed to buy something to get a free water right, cup, sure, uh, which makes it a little more difficult. So water has always been a really important part of my life. Mm. And then I got to college and speaking more to my faith side of it all, uh, I was struggling. Um, 18 credit hours, a full-time full-time student, a uh, college baseball player and door dashing every single chance I got to be mm. able to make money and survive. Mm. And one night I, f- I finally broke. Um, I was laying in my dorm room bed with my roommate gone and I just, I laid there and I cried. Mm. Uh, and, and I cried and I cried out to God. I said, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. But what I'm doing right now, it just isn't working. Mm. I, I need help. I need your help. And in that moment, I like to say I surrendered myself to him. Wow. Uh, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't wake up with money in my bank account or a family to run home to. So, <laughs> right. Sure. But it, it, it was the beca- beginning of becoming better. Wow. And and so you, at that point, had an idea? Or where, where did the idea, how did the genesis of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to now build a business around that and kind of bring it, bring us yeah. up to speed with that. So, I mean, not long after that, that night in my dorm room, I landed an internship with Northwestern Mutual, one yeah. of the only freshmen in the country with that opportunity. Wow. I, yeah. And so once I got it, I, I worked and I worked pretty hard. By the end of summer, out of more than 2,000 interns, I was ranked 13th in the nation mm. um, in sales and production. So I did quite well, and it was all commissioned. So I had money in my pocket. Yeah. And I knew where I was going to sleep. I knew what I was going to eat, and I, wow. could, I could breathe again. I could be a little creative. And that led me ultimately to start my own business, which was uh, called Pet Time Plus. It was an e-commerce brand connecting suppliers to consumers of pet products. Which was cool. I made a lot of money. I could travel all over the world wherever I wanted to go. So I was traveling to San Francisco, wow. Utah. It's great. But I, at, at my core, I felt like I needed to make an impact. Mm. So I laid back down on my dorm room bed and I asked myself, <laughs> what problems are out there in the world? And growing up, my mom always told me, drink your water before getting up from the dinner table because there's kids on the other side of the world that mm-hmm. don't have yeah, that luxury. That sure, yeah. 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 And, and so how did you then come up with the water bottle idea and, and tell the audience a little bit about kind of what the business is here. So. Yeah, absolutely. So originally I didn't want to start my own nonprofit because I didn't like asking people for money. I realized that we could partner with nonprofits for about eight to $10,000 and drill a well. So ultimately I figured out a way to raise money and I, I wanted a product with a purpose. But at the time I was, I was still young. I, I I mean, I still am young. I'm 21. You are still young. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I'm still 21. Clarify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel a little seasoned after after like almost two years of this. But no, I want to practice with a purpose. So I backtrace the same uh, manufacturer's Hydroflask, who's a leader in the the reusable water bottle industry. 
and uh, realized that they sell their bottles for about $45, but you can source them for five or six. And there was so much margin here that I felt we we could leverage that to solve the problem. So I ended up spending all my money I had saved from that internship or about $15,000 and wired it to a manufacturer. And then bottle showed up. Dorm room was filled. Dorm room was the warehouse, logistics center, office space, everything. From March to October, we sold our first thousand bottles and headed off and built a well in Uganda. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Build a well in Uganda. There you go. So, uh, so that's incredible. We'll get more into that story. Uh, we'll we'll pivot into just kind of a person or people of service because the story you just shared um, is is incredible, inspiring, sad, emotional, you know, it's a lot of things, I think, right? Uh, most people don't necessarily pivot that into, hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, spend $15,000 on water bottles, and I'm going to take a swing at it. So where does the service and the servant-heartedness come from? Is there a person or people of service that you model yourself after, or where does that come from here? Yeah, so even though we're on grandma's couch, I'm going to go with my grandpa. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Grandpa's, it's all good. Grandma, yeah. grandpa, it's, <laughs> it's equal. So Yeah, but my grandpa is just an amazing human being, hardest worker I've ever met. I mean, the stories he's told me about the 5, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. mornings where he'd shoe horses and then go off and uh, be a butcher and then also run auctions on the weekends, and it was just, I, he, one of the hardest workers, and he really embodies what I want to be, which is a loving, caring, passionate human being who mm. takes care of those around him. Mm. That's incredible. Absolutely. And so was he, like, you're from Northeast Ohio, right? Yep. So mass, is, is, was he from that same area, or where did... Yep, he's still up in East Canton, Ohio, the little, little farm town. Okay. But he, he's got a, quite a bit of land now that... We'd go fishing growing up, hunting. Uh, I mean, every year I I I make sure to go out with him. Hmm. But oh, that's incredible. What does he think? Do you talk shop with him? Does he know what you're doing and understand and support that, or or, or not really? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I didn't really tell him about it at the beginning because mm. when I told my mom, she thought I was crazy and mm. about about killed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <mean> what exactly? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you just spent all your money on what? Yeah. It, it didn't go over too well. So. Uh, my grandpa is—I love him. He's a little old-fashioned, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not the biggest risk taker, but I, I eventually told him, and he's like, didn't didn't really have a lot to say. Wow. Then built the first well, and it was great. And then I told him that we were going from two thousand bottles to one thousand bottles to build a well. Yeah. And he about lost his mind on me. He's like, "You're not even paying yourself yet. How are you gonna <laughs> How are you gonna offer less?" And I was like, "Trust me, trust me. We we need to go through this period, and, and we did. And now we're at twenty wells. Uh, unfortunately, the recession and inflation is is forcing us to go back up to two thousand bottles. Sure. But we were imp- able to impact double the lives in this short amount of opportunity. Wow. So I, he's he's super proud and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and, and so, um, where does the entrepreneurial spirit come from? If if you traced that back, is there, is it genetic or how did you decide to be an entrepreneur versus going and getting a 60, 70, $80,000 a year job? Yeah, I would, I would say it's more genetics than anything else. My dad was super creative, Mm. uh, but he didn't have the execution side of it all. Okay. So even when he even when he passed away, at, when I was 15 years old, 
he had his own struggles. I hadn't seen him for about two and a half, three years. Uh, he uh, he died a, died a homeless man, hmm. which is really tough to think about because like 15-year-old me couldn't help him out. But sitting here today, 15 hmm. months into running the business, I know I would have been able to help him out. Wow. Uh, so that's that's a little difficult. But he he was always the creative one, just could never put it together, always stumbled and just couldn't get back up. But on my mom's side, my great-great-grandpa, uh, Russ Kiko, well, came over from Germany back in 1940s, and then he actually was the first ever absolute auctioneer here in the United States and mm. is in the Auctioneers Hall of Fame. Oh, no, no kidding. Yeah, I think he's, it's in Kansas City or something, but... Have you tried out your auctioneer voice? Yeah. You, oh, you it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. I was not made to be an auctioneer. That's an incredible skill, really. That's kind of a not to sidetrack. It's yeah, that's <laughs> incredible skill. So, so, um, so you got some entrepreneurial genes yep. in you. So, how do you know what to do? You're a young guy. You graduated college. Lots of people graduate college and can't start businesses. I just started a business. I struggle each and every day with it. It's really hard. So how do you know what to do? How are you gaining, gaining that advice or that uh, wisdom here? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is uh, I, I lead with my gut. Sometimes the numbers don't make a whole lot of sense, but when you feel it and I, I just trust that God will, God will help lead me down the right way. So I, I do pray a lot. And then also I've surrounded myself with some absolutely amazing mentors, mm. uh, unofficial board of advisors but sure. people who i can just call on when i'm in a pinch and and have a I have a tough question that i need help answering yeah oh, good for you that's great so uh so you've moved to cincinnati right just to kind of get to know you a little bit you're a northeast ohio guy but you've now moved to cincinnati i'm a northeast ohio guy strongsville outside of cleveland and i there moved to cincinnati so i guess we're two peas in a box <laughs> we're wearing the same shirt today so we really have some good mojo going here so we, yeah we... i mean shirt khakis <laughs> brown shoes i mean if you had black socks we'd, we'd almost be identical <laughs> yes i have the cooler sandals on <laughs> you have got the black socks on we definitely have role reversal going with that here so so um so you you come to cincinnati so it's great to have you here um so tell us a little bit about kind of when you're not doing Ripple-related things, and the answer may be that's all I'm doing, but what, what do you do for fun? How would you kind of unwind outside of the business day here? Yeah, typically I'd go fishing or uh, I'd just go and, and sit in the woods and write. Okay. That's uh, kind of a little therapeutic for me, but to be honest, these last two months yeah. have just been on the road, on the road, on the road. Yeah. Uh, trying to keep my head above water, catch a breath every now and then. But wow. uh, I am looking forward to growing the team and having some responsibilities taken off my plate yeah. so uh, so I can do do some of those things I, I find fun. So, so uh, tell us, if you wouldn't mind, um, some of the ways that you guys sell your water bottles. You know, kind of walk us through that because you shared, we talked about Grandma's Marathon coming up. So yeah. the people in Duluth, hopefully they will show up in a really enormous way for you. But that's a big kind of uh, opportunity, these marathon events, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, there's been the Flying Pig here. There's a couple up in Columbus. But uh, we're, we're really in with the running community, yeah. sort of by accident. But the running community is just great people who wow. like to be outside and they need a water bottle. Yeah. So we've gotten to connect with them for, like at scale. And then we also have our e-commerce branch where it's just direct to consumer. You go on our website, we are the ripple.com mm. order a bottle, be on your way. But also within corporations, we offer the same high quality product as a Yeti or hydro flask and it's at a lower price. 
and on top of that, you're able to create an enormous impact and mm. change some lives. Mm. So, so you sell them at events, right? So you yep. sell them to marathons. You sell them to businesses. I think you shared, right? So tell tell us a little bit about that. I know you had some cool business kind of sales stories that you shared earlier. Yeah, um, I, I one of my favorites, I would say was the the partnership we had with Shimatsu was a multi-billion dollar medical company out of Japan. But we just we happened to connect by accident to be honest, one with their their VP of sales, Mr. Frommel, and they ended up buying a thousand bottles, building a well for a whole hospital over in Uganda wow. that, that treats over seventy five hundred patients every month. And even beyond that, they uh they decided to go a step further and, and turn their Ripple into a wave. So every time that they sell a piece of medical equipment, it gets paired with a box of Ripple bottles hmm. um, for that hospital that they sell the equipment to. Wow. Which is just, uh, it's been it's been really, really life-changing for the business. So so uh, so that's incredible. And, and, you know, every day, every week, every month, certainly you're gaining new stories, right? And with each of those stories comes newfound credibility you can kind of like you said turn ripples i love that right turn your turning ripples into waves and you're just you know that kind of that domino effect that really just builds that momentum that just builds so um you know we've got some more things to do but but what would you ask of the audience what what can we do whether it's pays or the audience do to help support you in this kind of you know effect of having a wave hopefully right yeah um honestly we don't run any paid ads right now we just rely on our our beautiful community to to have people tell people tell people and that's been one of the most successful ways to grow our mission uh even beyond that to get a little more specific we, we love talking with cmos and and those sort of people within companies because they're the decision makers that we can work with to create a whole ripple effect campaign that is able to help illustrate how your employees are all connected to every part of the business um, through the ripple effect and, and make make sure that we're boosting morale within companies because when your team's happy, the, the revenues are usually happy. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, so um, what do you have on the horizon? We talked about you in 2022. We're halfway through 2022. We're just about at that kind of midpoint, right? So what does the second half of 2022 have in store for you? Uh, I fully anticipate us building another 10 wells. Okay. So that'll, that'll be like about 25,000 more people with clean water. Wow. Uh, which is super crazy to think about that. That's just a realistic goal now that in the next six months, we'll give 25,000 people clean water. Wow. Uh, a little mind blowing. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. Especially if just graduated from college, but <laughs> no, I mean, I think the next step is, is not, not just scaling product, but scaling people on our team. So we're looking for great people who want to make their own ripple in the world. Yeah. That's great. So, so a shout out, a call out to team. So, so folks that might be interested in kind of joining alongside of you and are you looking for volunteers? Are you looking to pay people both? What 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 does that look like? Here? Yeah, uh, both. Um, on the volunteer side, we're always looking for people who just just want to volunteer at events, um, help us tell our story. But at the core, what we really need to help with is uh, our growing our marketing team. Okay. Um, whether that's lead gen, on top of uh, really need somebody who's really good with uh, video, video and pictures mm. to create mediums so that way okay. we can actually advertise okay because i'm really excited to see what happens when we, when we put marketing dollars to work yeah. rather than just organically yeah 
but those are our two big areas that okay. we're growing into right now. So, so you know, I, I, and we talked off air, and I know you said, hey, I've, I don't really like to ask for free stuff. I'm interested yeah. or willing to pay. It's a business. You want to you wanna do that, and, and I appreciate that. But, um, you know, there may be companies out there, video companies and things that uh, would be interested in donating or at least maybe giving you a discount on time and things. So that would be, I, I guess I'm asking, I think I know the answer, but that yeah. would be a good yep. actionable <laughs> thing, right? If you yeah. could have something along those lines. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, that's really great. So, and, and do you have a schedule of marathons that you're going to as well? I don't know how much you map that out for the second half of 2022. Uh, yeah, there's, I think one up in Cleveland over in Pit, Pit, Pittsburgh okay. um, towards the end of July. Okay. But other than that, it's it's more like a we check it like a month in advance okay. and see how stressed the team is and then deciding where we want to put our time. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. so it is a little bit of the traveling road show and where you can afford here. So yeah. Got it. Okay. Great. Well, we'll uh, so I appreciate that. So you've got a pair of dice that are sitting in front of you. Okay. Go ahead and roll those if you would. That was a very smart roll. We have a little container that most people roll the, the dice right out of the container. Uh, <laughs> you were, were smarter than the average bear, so you just kind of picked them up and dropped them. So awesome. six, I think. Is that right? Yep. Is that what I see there? Yep, six. we got a six. Awesome. So six is, look, we, we'd, we'd love to pray for you, right? So we'd love to pray for you. Biggest challenge that you or a loved one is facing right now that we can pray for. I need a second to think. Lot going on in the world. <laughs> sure. Uh, honestly, I would. I think a prayer for for our team, um, just that they have continued success as we're navigating these new waters, growing the team that that we're surrounded and continue to surround ourselves with people who are just outstanding. Hmm. Uh, to be honest, um, those people that. They just they stick out. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sure you you know what I'm saying. I do. But uh, yeah, just yeah. being surrounded by those type of people. Yeah, well, I'm going to do that right now. I, I, we've not done this before, but I'm just going to pray right. to dear Heavenly Father that you bring those people that you just kind of reach out and and call out to people that uh, might uh, have a passion for and a call for serving and supporting and giving back and. And that, that kind of pursuit of clean water around the world, around the globe, it would be just an incredible gift if you can make those people known to Joe as he moves forward in his career. He shared that he just lost a key team member. So to kind of replenish that in the spirit of kind of just life-giving water would be just tremendous to bring those people forward, whether it's through this podcast or through all the things that he is kind of actively doing. If you could just continue to bless his initiative and just continue to lift him up as a young uh, entrepreneur just doing uh, trying to do your work so in your name we pray amen amen yeah so um, and I, I tell you it's just incredible to hear and see all the great stuff that you're doing um, incredible to meet you and just to have you here with us today so thank you for that um, you know as I as I offered over lunch if people at your service our company and the tools that we use can help you in this process through some of the marketing automation and, and LinkedIn automation that we do that we've invested in, you know, a big part of what we try to do is we want to give back, right? So we want to serve others uh, to, to uh, by investing our talents, right? Our tools, our talents, the things that we've got to drive growth. And we want to do that in people, our friends like you 
and we want to do that around community and kingdom, and it's a big part of what we're trying to do. So I'm hoping and praying that one of our team members steps forward and says, hey, I'm absolutely interested in helping support kind of the, the ripple. I love the ripple effect. You've got clearly <laughs> some some very good just marketing intuition along the way, and I just wish you the, the just nothing but just tremendous success as you continue to go forward in your endeavors there. So Thank you. Thank you for having me. It, yeah. It's been great. So if people want to get hold of you, I, I want you to give out the – the, the website and some of those things, again, we're, we're going to capture it in the show notes. One of the things you mentioned about is needing marketing help. Yep. Um, we've got now a team of marketing interns. You've met uh, many of them today, which has been <laughs> yeah. really fun. So when I say we're going to put it in the show notes, we actually have a team that can put things in show notes and can kind of give that shout out and things. So uh, give again the, the website and any of the ways that people can kind of get in contact with you. Yep. So the website is uh, www.wearetheripple.com. And then my personal email for anybody who wants to send in a job application slash resume is joe at wearetheripple.com. And feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, again, hopefully prayers will be answered. We wish you nothing but uh, great success. Thanks for being here. And um, man, just uh, can't wait to hear and watch the story and the ripples <laughs> that you that you really make here. So appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Thank you.